Good morning, everyone. I'd like to share with you this week's weekly parasha message on this week's parasha, parashat Lech Lecha. There's a famous Mishnah in Pirkei Avot. The Mishnah states, Ba'asara nisyonot nitnasa Avraham Avinu ala v'shalom ve'amad b'chulam. Hashem tested Avraham Avinu with ten trials and he withstood all of them. In commenting on this Mishnah, the Tosfot Yom Tov quotes Rashi, who says that what does it mean that Avraham Avinu amad b'chulam? that he withstood all of them, it means that Avraham Avinu did not question Hashem. In other words, it isn't so remarkable that Avraham obeyed Hashem and left the land of his birth, or that he was prepared to sacrifice his son at the episode of Akedah. He knew that everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem gives and Hashem takes. He knew that Hashem is in control. He wouldn't defy a direct command from Hashem. It's that he didn't question Hashem that is so remarkable. We see that with regard to Iyov, it is written, Despite all this, Iyov did not sin with his lips. And the Gemara Masichet Bababatra points out that even though Iyov did not sin with his lips, he did have, so to speak, questions and pain in his heart. Avraham Avinu, on the other hand, didn't question Hashem's actions at all. Like a rock, solid and unwavering, he withstood all of them. What exactly were these ten tests? Harambam, in his commentary to Masichet Avot, writes that Hashem's command to Avraham Avinu in this week's parasha, Lech lecha me'artzecha, go forth from your land, El ha'atashar eka, to the land that I will show you, was the first of the ten trials that Avraham was tested. But before this specific test, he had been thrown into a fiery furnace in Ur Kasdim, in the Ur of Kasdim, because of his belief in Hashem. So the question is, why isn't him being thrown into the fiery furnace counted as the first test of his faith? To answer that, we have to understand something. A Nisayon a test or trial by definition, is a test that a person finds difficult to overcome in an area where the person himself is struggling. For Abraham Avinu, who is the father of monotheism, there was no struggle when he was told, so to speak, to bow to idols. This totally negated everything he believed in. Would he really agree to beg for forgiveness of the idols that he abandoned? Of course not. He was fully ready and prepared to give up his life in order to make Kadesh Shem Shemayim, to sanctify Hashem's name. But when Hashem asked Avraham to leave his home, that was difficult for him. How could that be? How could it be that leaving his home was harder for him than being asked to sacrifice his very own life? In Haran, Avraham Avinu convinced many people to believe in Hashem. We know this from the Pasuk. It says, It's a nefesh asher asu Haran. If you look carefully in Rashi, Rashi speaks about how Abraham Avinu and Sarah brought people closer together to convince them to believe in monotheism in Hashem. He taught them his beliefs and brought them into the fold, investing everything he had into spreading the faith. Then suddenly, he's commanded to leave everything behind and start fresh. At that point, Abraham Avinu could have complained and questioned, after all, wasn't everything he was doing in Haran only for the sake of Hashem? If he left now, if he picked up and left all his students and followers, it would be, so to speak, potentially a great 
Hilul Hashem, desecration of Hashem. Wouldn't it be better if he stayed and continued his good work? But he didn't say a word of protest. There's an interesting commentary that I saw regarding the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Avraham Avinu. Why does the Mishnah refer to Avraham as Avraham Avinu and not just Avraham? And the answer that I saw beautifully is that because Avraham Avinu implanted within us the ability to withstand our own nisyanot, our tests. And first and foremost, not to question Hashem. To know that we can't fathom the reasons why we are experiencing the challenges that we experience in life. And we depend on HaKadosh Baruch Hu to guide and help us. Perhaps this is what Hachamim mean by their statement regarding the Pasuk that we say usually Aminha afternoon of Shabbat, Adam uvehema toshia Hashem. You save both man and the beast, Hashem. Hachamim say, it's referring to these are people who are as astute, meaning as astute to who? Adam, which Adam? Adam Arishon. But conduct themselves as humbly as behema, as beasts. They make themselves like beasts that don't know, meaning they don't question Hashem, but rather have faith that Hashem sends the bad for their benefit, just as Hashem does regarding the good. We all must do the same, Rabotai. We must thank Hashem for the bad, the same way we bless Hashem for the good. The Rambam explains in his commentary to the Mishnah, that some things seem good and they are really bad for us. And sometimes something appears to be bad and it becomes clear in the end that it was for our good. May Hashem give us the ability to be like Avraham Avinu, in other words, to be able to withstand our own nisyanot, our own tests. And even when it doesn't make sense to us, and there's no logic, and it negates the reality that we live in, we need to remember that HaKadosh Baruch Hu orchestrates events, and He gave us the Torah as our guide, and shining light to be able to withstand the different and difficult tests that a person is tested in life. Our avot are the example are the role models for us to see how can we withstand the different trials of life? How could we grow from them? And how can we be a shining light for Am Yisrael? Shabbat Shalom.